0: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Bruner 1.0, and I am the Michigan advocate for the Geekaverse. The Buffalo, New York-based Geekaverse. Now, on this path called life, I've come to a realization: every Monday night, WWE puts out a program on the television screen, the USA Network. It's called Monday Night Raw. And then every Tuesday night now, they put out another program. It's called Smackdown live for this past six months that I have been here in Michigan working day in day out. I've had three days off cause you know, that's a thing that happens. And I thought, you know what? Every time that the WWE puts out a program on the television screen, I have the next day off. And what am I doing? Absolutely nothing. I'm sitting on my butt doing nothing about it, and I thought, you know what, it's time. It's time for Bruner 1.0 to once again show his dominance on the Geekiverse YouTube, on the Geekiverse podcast, on the Geekiverse website. So here we go, folks. The first ever installment of what I'm going to call Wrestling Geek geek wrestling geeks talk wrestling i haven't come up with a uh, with a uh, actual title yet turnbuckle time that was being tossed around anyway we're gonna talk wrestling i'm a geek you're a geek you like talking about this stuff let's get to it roll the intro you stupid idiot What's up, Geeks? Once again, Bruner 1.0 here with the Gigaverse, and we're going to talk Monday Night Raw, because for the first time in a while, I'm excited about how it ended. So we're just going to run down the card. You've got a lot of things on your plate today. I know how you operate. You're a busy person. I'm a busy person. This episode's already gone on for like two minutes, so let's get right to it. We start with the four contenders for the Universal title. We've got Big Cass. We've got Kevin Owens, we've got Roman Reigns, and we've got Seth Rollins. They're all in the ring with Corey Graves, thankfully, and not Byron Saxton, talking about what's going to happen tonight for the Fatal 4-Way, which we learn is an elimination match. So that's a cool little twist. They decided to throw that at us. So basically, they're just talking. You know, Seth Rollins is doing his little shtick. He says, hey, listen, I'm the best in the world or what I do, blah, 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 because you know, in this mantra he's Chris Jericho or something <laughs> and he just goes I'm gonna donate my time to these three because I've been the champ I'm better than everyone I beat Roman Reigns I'm better than these two who haven't even won the title blah blah, blah. uh big cast he's like I'm not an underdog I'm the biggest dog because he's seven foot tall and he can't teach that Kevin Owen says you're tall who cares it doesn't matter and then uh, I don't think Roman Reigns actually spoke at all he decided to uh you know, Just slap some people down. So it wasn't the worst talking intro that they've done. But in the past, it seems like they've always started Raw with let's stand in the ring and talk. And this is wrestling. I don't need you to talk for 20 minutes. I need some action. So not the best intro, not the worst intro. But, you know, at least least they were (laughs) pretty quick about it. And then they got to the action. After they all beat each other, they all ended up out of the ring. uh, They talked to Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho... Says, listen, Kevin Owens is going to win. I don't care what anyone else says. Kevin Owens is going to win because he's my bro and I know he can do it. Uh, and then he faced Neville because he got involved in Neville's match last week against Kevin Owens to qualify for this fatal four-way. It's pretty hard to keep up with, but if you've watched Raw you know the past couple weeks, you understand it completely. Uh, pretty good match here. We were talking, and by we, I got to explain, um, one of my good friends, Tyler, he lets me come over to his house every Monday night and bother him and his girlfriend and sit there and watch wrestling and talk about it, uh, so shout out to Tyler for being very humble and allowing me into your home every Monday night for this because I don't have cable, and I could stream it online if I wanted to, but that's, you know, it's always clunky and I never know if it's going to work, so Tyler, hats off to you, my friend, thanks for being a good wrestling friend. And overall, good dude. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, Chris Jericho, Neville, great match, great counters left and right. Uh, Jericho won. And I'm not sure why. Any, any reason why Jericho is winning over younger talent? It doesn't quite make sense. Anyway, so Chris Jericho beats Neville. Um, not sure where either of those are going right now, so we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I think Neville's going to be involved in the cruiserweight division once that comes to uh, come to a head uh, on September nineteenth. I believe it is. Uh, you, you know they're going to have like a title, right? They've got to have a title, and Neville can probably be the forefront of that with like a or uh, Cedric Alexander, whoever else they bring in. Hopefully, Jack Gallagher because he's one of my favorites. That ginger British man. He's just he's awesome. I love him. Alright, and then we get to uh Nia Jax with another squash match. Probably the the highlight of the night was the Jobber Talent, whatever her name was, Hyun. I think it was Hyun. She uh she was backstage doing an interview and she goes, Everything's bigger in Texas and we're in Houston, so my heart is big. Uh I don't get it. Nia Jax has had forty two million squash matches. If you're going to call her up in the draft and make a big deal out of her, give her a match. Like, throw her against uh, Alicia Fox. I don't know. Throw her against, uh, who's another raw talent? Paige. Oh, wait. She's suspended. (laughs) I I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I'm sick of the jobber matches. They need to be over with. But foreshadowing here, we'll get back to it again very shortly. Uh, Sami Zayn. Not as injured as we thought, maybe. Uh, Sami Zayn faced Jinder Mahal, the new wrestler, whatever, (laughs) the new wrestler that they brought on as a hot free agent, and who has lost every match that he's been a part of since he came on. But you got to make Sami Zayn look relevant again and give him a win. So uh, he, you know, he sold the ankle injury a little bit, but I, I don't know if he's actually hurt. So hopefully. Hopefully he's not hurt, and hopefully Sami Zayn is uh, good to go because at the end of the show, I'll, I'll pose some questions to you. But Sammy Zane, Jinder Mahal, decent match. Crowd was kind of meh, but uh, Sami Zane gets the victory there. Uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, the, the club as they're known, they did this little shtick where they're in a retirement home, and they put the Dudleys in retirement, and then they're going to put the New Day in retirement as the tag team champions. Uh, I don't get it still. I don't hate it. I think it's pretty funny sometimes. Excuse me again. Just woke up. Apparently I need to burp. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> so Anderson and Gallows, they say they're going to retire the New Day as the champions and they brought in nurse Dana Brooke. Uh. Here's my question. Are the Deadly Boys actually done? Like, that doesn't make sense. They can't go out by being beat up by the club that doesn't make sense like they have to come back and do like one more match right right anyway uh the new day were backstage with bailey they were just you know doing their little happy-go-lucky thing that they do because they're the new day and new day rocks and hey we want some bailey yeah you you know it i danced right there (laughs) uh and then Dana Brooke comes up and she runs her mouth and they're like yo Bailey beat you last week now she's you know pretty much the number one contender for the title that's on you anyway it leads to a intergender I think that's what they call it they haven't done these in so long so it's kind of crazy that they even did it but it was the new day Kofi and Biggie with Bailey versus Dana Brooke and uh the club Charlotte on commentary, where we learn Sasha Banks apparently has a back injury. Don't know if that's true, or if she got married and is taking time off for that. Anyway, it looks like Bailey's going to be the one facing Charlotte for the title because Bailey keeps winning. Bailey gets the uh, the late win, giving uh, Dana Brooke the Bailey to Belly, and now you know it. Bailey victorious once again. She's got quite the debut. We'll have to see where she goes from here. Hopefully, the club will face the New Day for the titles and actually get their legitimate shot because the SummerSlam, Big E ruined it. Not that I'm upset, but I'm kind of sick of the New Day. So I'm hoping the club can get the W here and take the titles and you know kind of do something new with them. Uh, and then Bailey, I don't think she'll get the championship this quickly, but you never know. She might have a, a, a lengthy run as the weird super fan and uh hopefully she'll get uh, get her shots a few times because I don't think there's anyone else relevant enough to face Charlotte for the title right now maybe Nia Jax but uh, who knows moving on Cesaro versus Sheamus this is the second match of the best of seven series uh Cesaro backstage was frustrated that he's down 1-0 you know uh I think it was Tom Phillips was saying oh it's not that big of a deal you're only down 1-0 and he goes no I'm, I'm down like, this is stupid. I'm down. I need to win. Uh, so Sheamus runs his mouth, says, you know, there's no one better looking than me. There's no one who's been in movies and blah, blah, blah. Sheamus does his old tired thing. And uh pretty solid match. I, I, I was leery of having a best of seven match between two guys who typically just do the same moves. They're not known for switching it up. Cesaro is. I shouldn't be that critical of him. Cesaro will throw in random stuff every now and then. Uh, but uh these guys were had a pretty good match i mean i was i was entertained by it uh the the i don't want to call it a monkey flip what was it a backflip drop backdrop he did he did a backdrop from the apron or i guess it wouldn't be the apron it'd be from the outside onto the apron into the ring pole. pretty sick move uh it looked like cesaro was hurt don't know if that actually happened or if he was just selling it really well but Sheamus locked on the clover leaf and cesaro tapped immediately so what I'm thinking happens here is either Cesaro is being punished because he keeps running his mouth about how much he hates Ron, how much he hates the superstars not getting the credits or Cesaro will go down 0-3 kind of like the Cleveland Cavaliers and then he'll storm back and win because you know that was a great storyline for the NBA WDB is known to copy stuff like that so maybe uh Cesaro will go down 0-3 and make the the massive comeback we'll see Oh, look, now we're on to the next squash match Braun Strowman versus Americo. So, Americo was being interviewed by, I think it's Byron this time. He goes, How do you feel about facing Braun Strowman? Why would you even do this? Blah, 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 blah. And then, uh, as soon as Strowman's entrance music hits, Americo doesn't say a word. He just stands there in silence. And Strowman wrecks him. It's another stupid. Squash match for Braun Strowman to make him look strong. He's already massive. He's either as big or bigger than the big show. I don't need to see him squash match. I don't need to see squash matches left and right. Like the dude no sold Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. I know he's big. I know he can kind of do what he wants. Have him face a legitimate wrestler, even if it's like Jinder Mahal or Bo Dallas, who might be in trouble with the law after showing up drunk at an airport. Whatever. Have him face a real dude. He already faced real dudes with the Wyatt family. I also didn't notice he's got this weird weightlifter tattoo on his right rib cage. Weird. Anyway, uh, it's a dumb squash. Match him over it. It didn't make any sense. I'm sick of him. I'm sick of him. I'm sick of him. Um, Speaking of Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman comes out, and he is supposed to apologize to Stephanie McMahon, and uh, a rather weird promo they chanted ecw stephanie mcmahon came back with the i bought ecw a bunch of years ago so that was pretty cool that stephanie is able to take the crowd giving her some crap and then she just turns it around right on him so that was cool uh paul Heyman said the storm was coming and his client is the storm whatever uh <laughs> Heyman says lesnar crossed the line when he F5, Shane McMahon, and he's going to pay his $500 fine, and he whips out a huge stack of $1 bills and just starts throwing them on the ground, just totally degrading her. And she was like, no, not having any of it. So that was pretty cool that they, they were not, like, PC about it. Like, they had some moments that probably would not have aired on WWE television just a couple of years ago. So, because, you know, throwing $1 bills you can assume what that is in reference to. So, uh, you know, great, great little tidbits here and there, but I, I don't know how, why it ended the way it ended. Stephanie said, okay, I accept your apology. And then she just left. And Heyman acted like he got away with murder. Like he had this little snicker on his face. Like, oh, oh, oh look what I just got away with. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Randy or- Orton rematch was announced for a Chicago live event, I think. I. I don't get it. You sold this thing for SummerSlam. It's the first time they faced each other in at least a decade ever for sure. But like since they came into the WWE and then uh, you end it like that and there's no really good follow-up Shane O'Mac versus Lesnar. Maybe I don't, I don't know. Doesn't make any sense to me. Um, Also (laughs) something that didn't make sense and still does not make sense. Titus O'Neil versus Darren Young. If you watched last week, so it would have been like August, mid-August, August 21st or something like that. Let's see, do math, Austin. Yesterday was the 29th. He subtracts 7, get 22. It would have been the August 22 episode of Monday Night Raw. They gave Titus O'Neill a microphone. He spoke for 4 or 5 minutes, and it seemed like 4 or 5 minutes. It might have been like 30 seconds. <laughs> but uh, it was the worst promo that I've seen in a long time. He had no direction. He repeated himself three thousand times, and it simply did not make sense. So, now what do they do? They go, "Hey, you know what? We're just gonna have you guys wrestle. You you beat up on Bat, Bob Backlund. You beat up on Darren. You're just gonna wrestle. And there's no there's no story to this. Like they were tag team partners, and then they weren't, and now they're enemies. Like it, there's no there's no fire." What did Darren Young do to Titus O'Neil? They won the titles together. They lost the titles together. And then they just split up. Like, there's no heat. When Shawn Michaels and Triple H split up DX, it was shocking. There was heat. There was personal vendettas. Like, it made sense. And I'm not comparing these two, saying Darren Young and Titus O'Neil are DX or anything, but, like, there's got to be some reason that I care, and I just don't. So... Uh, Darren Young got the roll up, he beat him, and then Titus Young, Titus O'Neil, sorry, I combined them, Titus (laughs) O'Neil hit up, beat up Bob Backlund with a weird sell from Backlund, and then he gave the clash of the Titus to Darren Young, and that was it. And now he says two people owe him. Yep. Yeah, I was going to let that sit for a while. Let's move on. Finally. The fatal four-way elimination universal championship match. Big cast. Kevin Owen, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and it was wow. The, the highlight of the night. Big cast comes out saying he's gonna shock the world. Seth Rollins is being his own. Seth Rollins will get self. He tells Stephanie and Mick that he's gonna, you know, prove to them why he's the number one pick. Roman Reigns did not say anything all night, which is exactly what should happen. And then uh, Kevin Owens uh, ran his mouth a bit and then just said, you know, how much he deserves to win, so on and so forth. Um, so, uh, Big Cass got eliminated first off of a kick and Frog Splash, kick from Rollins, Frog Splash from Owens. Uh, I don't like that he was eliminated by a Frog Splash, considering that's not a finisher, but... I don't know how uh, what finisher he could take. <laughs> uh, he could take the pedigree, but it's always awkward with big guys. Uh, he could take the spear, but I don't know how well he could sell that. And then the pop-up power bomb with Big Cass would be tough. He's done it with Mark Henry, so I think he could do it with Big Cass, but who knows. Anyway, Big Cass eliminated first. Um, and then Owens, Rollins, and Reigns, pretty even throughout the match. I think Owens was outside the ring a lot, allowing reigns and rollins to kind of battle it out but uh uh so there's no easy way to get to this so those three are the final competitors roman reigns starts doing his thing he gives a superman punch outside the ring to owens i think he spears rollins and then lo and behold the game triple h comes back in all of his glory big pop And he starts destroying Roman Reigns. He gives a pedigree right outside on the hard floor. It's like, whoa. All right, that's cool. You know, he's getting revenge for WrestleMania. We haven't seen him since then, as far as like a wrestler or even a corporate dude. I mean, we saw him at the Cruiserweight Classic and NXT and all that stuff. But, you know, on screen, he's part of the storyline. Comes back, beats up Roman Reigns. Pedigree on the floor, rolls him in the ring. Seth Rollins, he throws him in the ring, says, cover him. One, two, three. Roman Reigns is out. Roman Reigns is not your champion. And I'm like, oh no. He's going to give this to Seth Rollins. And we're going to do the authority angle all over again. There's no way. I'm, I'm trying to think like, why would he do this again and again and again? But, wait for it. He takes Kevin Owens. And if you'll notice, this is my conspiracy theory. Or not even conspiracy. It's probably what happened. I don't know. But he takes Kevin Owens from the, from the floor, picks him up, whispers something in his ear, and rolls him in the ring. He starts picking up Kevin Owens, puts him in the corner, starts picking up uh, Seth Rollins, and then he pedigrees Seth Rollins. He pedigrees Seth Rollins, giving the title to Kevin Owens. And the look on Kevin Owens' face. Wow. Oh my gosh, the shock. So I think, and my friend Tyler brought this up before I did. And I, I'm with Tyler 100%. I think this is what happened. They didn't tell Kevin Owens this is what, what, what was going down. They said, go have your match. This is, what's going, this is who's going over. Cool. And then <laughs> he pedigrees Seth Rollins. And Triple H just stands there and waits for Kevin Owens to pin him. And Kevin Owens is his universal title, champion, universal champion, whatever you want to say. I'm at a loss for words. I was legitimately shocked. I had read online they were going to do like a double turn. Seth Rollins is going to go face. Roman Reigns is going to go heel. Cool, cool, cool. No. They shocked the WWE Universe and finally switched it up. Kevin Owens is essentially your first ever Universal Champion. Yes. Finn Balor won it. He, in the record books, will be the first ever Universal Champion. But let's be honest. Like... People probably aren't going to remember that. Well, they will because Finn Balor's awesome. But like (sighs) Finn Balor and Tyler brought this up as well. Finn Balor is your first universal champion. The second one, Kevin Owens. You would have not even considered that how long ago if it wasn't Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins on Good Morning America or Triple H. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't see Kevin Owens. You wouldn't see Finn Balor. What? So that was an awesome ending. Finn Balor injured, giving the opportunity for a new universal champion. And Kevin Owens gets it. Yes, Triple H handed it to him. But what, what a storyline now. We don't know where we're going from here. And that's what I love about wrestling, where they can actually shock me and I am not ready for what's about to come. It, it's, it was, it's become too predictable for way too long. So, where do we go from here? I don't know. Kevin Owens has got to face probably Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, or at least Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins might turn face and turn on the authority, or what is left of the authority, whatever you want to call it. Roman Reigns is finally not talking, so that's good. Hopefully, Big Cass and Enzo get back into the tag team title picture, because I think they, too, deserve some sort of accolade. But, wow. Wow. What an ending to Monday Night Raw. Kevin Owens, your Universal Champion. Uh, we'll have to see where we go from here. My plan is to do another one of these after SmackDown. SmackDown airs tonight, depending on when you download this, when you listen to this. And uh, like I said, short and sweet, 23 minutes and counting. We're going to try and wrap it up here so you guys can get on with your day. My name is Bruder1.0 once again. And I want to remind you that the Geekiverse has merch. That's right. WWE has their merch. You can go buy their crap. That's fine. And I, you know what? I buy a lot of their crap. I've got like 15 t shirts in my room. Don't judge me. It's fine. That being said, the Geekiverse has merch too. If you go to thegeekiverse.com, you can check out our store. We've got shirts with G's on them. Certified G. Yeah. And you can't teach that. We've got shirts with deep V's on them. If you've got, you got a hairy chest like Josiah, you just want to let that hang out, we've got it covered. We've got uh, stay stay up all night to get Loki. We've got Star Wars references. We've got Pokemon references. Whatever you want, the Geekiverse can make it happen. Also, if you're going to go to our website, you might as well click on the Amazon link. You click on that link, you buy the crap that you're already buying on Amazon. I do it all the time. I just bought an Elgato game capture so I can record my Madden games and I can throw those up online where I'm talking mad trash to all the players on the Madden universe world thing, Xbox Live. I just bought some headphones because mine broke. And then the Geekiverse gets a small little kickback. It's very small, I promise, like percentage of a percentage of a percentage. It's minimal. But if you're already buying this stuff, you might as well go to Amazon on our link and give us a little bit of the, uh, the benefit simply by clicking that link. No cost to you. You don't incur anything else. You simply click the link, buy what you're buying. We get something cool from it. I want to thank you for listening to the Geekiverse podcast where we talk nothing but wrestling. I want to end this episode with a small story, a small tale, if you will. Um, I was going to the grocery store. And the, the greeter noticed me yawning as I walked in. And she just smiled. and She said, don't worry about it. I didn't notice it. And the whole time at the grocery store, I was smiling. So don't be afraid to throw a joke someone's way. Maybe they'll smile the whole time at the grocery store, which is very rare for me because I hate shopping for groceries. But if you have a chance to brighten someone's day, do it. This has been Wrestling with Geeks, Geeks Talking Wrestling. I don't know what the title is. It's a Geekiverse show, and you can count on that. You can bank on it, Sasha Banks. I don't know. Bruno 1.0, I'm out of here. Have a great day. We'll see you on the flip side.